At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, second hour on tap. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, VSIN tonight from Circa downtown Las Vegas. Wes, what do you want to talk about? How about Big 12 basketball? Let's talk about the number one conference in college basketball this season. Ryan Hyatt joins us now, radio host, 103.9 Lubbock, Texas, runs the Raiderland.com. So I assume, Ryan, that you know the inside out of what's going on with uh, Texas Tech basketball. I know you do. Mark Adams is out, and Corey Williams is in as the interim coach here for the Big 12 tournament. What's going on inside this Texas Tech program, and could the coaching change here be a positive heading into the conference tournament? One, I doubt it. Two, it's great to be with you all. And one, uh, three, I have created my own stadium swim here in my office. I have a little inflatable pool. I'm sitting in it right now. I've got the monitor going on, so I think it's going to be a beautiful night. Uh uh, so we'll work backwards. Yeah. Uh, Mark Adams suspended on Sunday. Uh, Corey Williams is going to be the interim coach going into West Virginia tomorrow night. Can it be a positive? I don't think so. Uh, it's not a negative. I just don't think it's a positive. I think this team is fatigued mentally. They had a, a you know, an overnight start to big 12 play. They had a decent little run there for about two and a half weeks. And then the wheels fell off and they kind of went back to reality. And I, I, I just think this is a team that is mentally done. Not that they quit, but that they've been through so much. And now you had this. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see this as, hey, this is going to be a great, glorious. We wanted him all year long. We're going to rally around the new coach type, type thing. I don't see that happening. Okay, well, that's good to know. It could be a team that's just West. It seems like 
emotionally, mentally worn out. That's kind yeah. of what he's describing is that's what, what he kind of expects to see out of Texas Tech in the Big 12. Time. Well, and they got West Virginia, of course, mm-hmm. tomorrow night, uh, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, uh, in the first round, that 9-8 matchup. And West Virginia, I'm seeing basically about 4, 4.5 in the market right now. I think West Virginia is safely in, but I think people are looking at that 18-13 and 13 record saying, eh, they might want to win one more. This team might be a sleeper in this tournament. Uh, Ryan, uh, just kind of looking at the tournament as a whole, Kansas, of course, the number one seed, Texas down there at the bottom in the two. Who do you like in this Big 12 tournament? I don't like anybody, and I like everybody. <laughs> but you just hit on something... <laughs> You hit on something right there, Wes, uh, talking about West Virginia, that I think what's interesting about this tournament, I look at conference tournaments like I look at bowl games. Who wants to be there? Who wants to play? What's the agenda? And this year, so many teams in the Big 12 have a lot of reasons to play well, whether they're protecting national seeds, you know, protected seeds, top four, whether it's West Virginia that, hey, one more win, we're definitely in. Uh, Oklahoma State down there tomorrow night against Oklahoma. They're a, a bubble team that has a reason to play. That I think for the first two two days of this tournament, you have every reason to look at these teams and go, they're going to give you their best dead solid effort because they've got something to gain. In a lot of years in these tournaments, it's priced in. doesn't matter. Kansas goes in knowing, eh, hey, we're probably one seed. doesn't matter. This year's different from Texas trying to fight off that two, maybe to the one, trying to hold on to it. Baylor sitting there looking on that two line, trying to hold on to it. There are a lot of reasons for the chalk teams. I think for the first two teams, pardon me, first two days to really play their butts off compared to a lot of conference tournaments around the country. The lines are up here at Circus Sports and also DraftKings for the first round of the Big 12 tournament. That's at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. West Virginia, a four-point favorite over Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State a two-point favorite over Oklahoma. Uh, this The site of this tournament in uh, Kansas City has, um, I, I would say, not been kind to the Texas teams. It looks like the uh, the history supports the uh, more of the Kansas teams and Iowa State and teams like that. Do you think that plays a factor when you're handicapping? Do you care that this tournament is in Kansas City? Baylor has not made – the conference tournament championship game since 2012, Ryan. How do you explain that? Uh, they hadn't been good enough for the most part. Uh, and Scott Drew, I don't think, is a great tournament coach at times. Oh, hold on. Did I say that out loud? He won a national championship. No. Um, this tournament belongs to Kansas and Iowa State fans. And everybody else is lucky enough to get to go up there. But again, a lot of years, I think teams go up there thinking, well, we're already where we are. We're going to do it. You know, we're just going to go. We'll get our win, and we'll 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 move forward from there. So, you add that into the fact that it's a it's the Jayhawk Invitational that they created basketball there in Lawrence, and then they somehow birthed like the birth of Venus or whatever in mythology, Greek mythology, a conference tournament that we're all lucky enough to go up there. But no, it's it's not been good. Uh, when you go up there, you have very few Texas fans that. And I'm not just talking the Texas Longhorns. I'm talking from the Lone Star State. The fans don't travel to the tournament because they're saving their money to go to the NCAA tournament. just works out that way. And that's why I think Iowa State uh, right now, what are they, around plus 600, 650, mm-hmm. somewhere in through there? That That's a great long shot. They're good enough 
I mean, anybody in the top, you know, six or seven in this league is good enough to get through this thing. And I think that's where you find the value in this tournament. If you're looking at it from a betting angle, you're looking at Iowa State, TCU, and I really like Kansas State this week. Really like Kansas State. That's interesting because that was the team that I looked at. I thought that uh, might be one that I played here in the Big 12, but I've played nothing in the Big 12 so far. I'll tell you right now, Iowa State's 10-1 to 1 here at Circus, so even a better number than that. Kansas yeah. plus 230 is a favorite, and Kansas State plus 650 if you're going to look in that direction. Uh, Wes? Yeah, I was going to ask Ryan actually about TCU because they're kind of a, a sleeper team. They're, they're, they're one that I used and put some small change on. This is a team that's been up and down. They've had a lot of injuries. Mike Miles is, you know, really the straw that serves the drink is what I call him. But and Eddie Lampkin, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. I, I feel like, Ryan, that maybe Jamie Dixon sat him out for that last game of the regular season where they lose in Norman to Oklahoma who is the uh, 10 seed in this tournament because somebody has to be in this league. But <laughs> do you think TCU, you know, do you think Dixon kind of sat him maybe to get him ready for this game? They are playing Kansas State. They both split on the opponent's home I'm gonna floor. I'm going to guess that he likes K-State since he just said he liked K-State. Well, I mean, I wanted to ask him kind of his outlook on, on TCU, not just for this tournament, no. but for the NCAA tournament. Uh, okay, yeah, overall, okay, one, this might be the best game of the tournament with Kansas State and TC because we really like Miles Jr. in the backcourt with Ball there. And if we still believe that backcourts matter in the uh, in postseason, then that's a team you play to. Uh, beyond that, uh, with, 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 with setting them down, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I, the thing I like about Kansas State, when we get to tournaments, I really like coaches. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at Jerome Tang and I'm looking at what he's done. And this is a guy I think who will, would be highly motivated to win a conference tournament. That that's a ring. That's something that's a banner that he can create. And that's one of the reasons why I really like Kansas state in this, but TCU backcourt, everything else going into the NCAA tournament. Listen, every team that makes the big, uh, the, the NCAA tournament of the big 12, should be expected to win two games. Bottom line, I don't care what your seed is, they should win two games. That's All a good right. point, actually, that Ryan brought up, though, about Jerome Tang. Uh, to think about with some of these coaches, you know, look at the coaching lineages, basically. This guy was an assistant at Baylor, was just an assistant for 14 years, then he was the associate head coach. So this guy almost spent two decades sure. before he got an opportunity. I think he was a, he was a coach down in Texas uh, at Heritage Christian Academy for 10 years. So this guy has paid his dues. He finally gets a head coaching job. So I think that's a very good point that Ryan made. Long-time assistant for uh, Scott Drew Baylor. By the way, Ryan Hyatt on Twitter at Ryan Hyatt Media. He lives down in the land of barbecue and Whataburger. We need a Whataburger out <laughs> Also, here. bacon. If you look at his Twitter page, he's got a photo up there where he's surrounded by bacon. That's interesting. Why would you not be? I, Why I would you know. not be surrounded by bacon? Well, next time you come to Vegas, you're going to have to go to Bacon Nation at the D. Pretty good restaurant upstairs by uh, Bar Canada. Uh, Ryan, we got two minutes left. Can you explain... In the final two minutes, what happened? What went wrong with the Mark Adams era? And uh, I assume he's done, right? Yeah, we assume that as well. Uh, This goes back well over a year. Um, It's a sad but cautionary tale. It started, I think, with The Breakfast Club, a great movie uh, in the 1980s. Uh, If you mess with the bull, you get the horns. 
And Mark Adams was gifted a job at, you know, 64 years old. Nobody was going to hire him. Tech gave it to him after Chris Beard goes to Texas. He ran afoul of the boosters. He ran afoul of the major donors. And then as the year went on, it just became a prickly pear. Now, the suspension is going to come out, and people are going to say, oh, well, he's getting suspended for quoting the Bible. That's not, not what it is at all. That's not what it is at all. It has nothing to do with religious freedom or anything um, with this suspension. It has everything to do with having an interaction with a uh, college basketball player. And I'm trying to be as delicate as I can. But if you're going to try to motivate somebody to work for you and you use the metaphor of a slave and a master, it's probably not going to work out very well, guys. And that's exactly where we are on that. So I believe Texas Tech will be looking for a new head coach within the next um, several days. Sure sounds like it. It's not going to be Chris Beard coming back. Somebody suggested that to me yesterday. I said that's not going to happen. I think that bridge has been burned, don't you? I think zero chance. Would you agree? Zero chance? That that, that bridge got nuked. The bridge no longer exists. That was like Angela Bassett and waiting to exhale when she lights the match and the car starts burning. All right, Ryan Hyatt. Lubbock, Texas. Thanks a lot for the insight on tech and the Big 12, man. Have a great week. Appreciate the time. You got it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ryan. And go hit Whataburger. That's one of the great I'd, I'd things like to, about I'd Texas. I'd like to hit a Whataburger right so now. So would I. I could go for that as well. Instead, we're going to take a break. You're going to throw down a long dart, and uh, I'm going to drink a water, and we'll be back here in a couple minutes. Stay tuned. More college hoops on tap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all Massachusetts sports fans. Soon enough, DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown sportsbook, will be live right in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Bet on your all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local with DraftKings, the only sportsbook born and raised in Massachusetts. Plus, all new customers who sign up for DraftKings Sportsbooks today using code VSIN will receive up to $200 in bonus bets once mobile sports betting hits Massachusetts. Soon you'll be able to bet on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit helplinema.org. And now I know why you want me to read this. To speak with a trained specialist free and confidentially 24-7. I think that's helpline. Helpline, Helpline yeah. MA, yeah. Help, Helpline MA, HelplineMA.org, by the way, is that website. <laughs> 21 or over, physically present in Massachusetts, eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply, opt-in required, bonus issued as free bets, terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. <laughs> that was good. All right. <laughs> Helpline EMA. Helpline MA. That's what this is. Well, I mean, they could have like maybe spaced it out there on the on the copy <laughs> for, for a dope like me to read that. But uh Yeah, DraftKings coming to uh Massachusetts, oh, as the Lord. BGs would sing. Uh, speaking of uh, UMass, what happened to Frank Martin? Okay, this guy's got a contract paying him about seven million a year. He sat on the bench today and sulked and looked like um, he didn't give a damn. UMass gets pummeled by Richmond in the first round of the Atlantic 10 Conference Tournament. The Spiders, three-point home favorites. They took some sharp money, and uh, this game dead under because UMass scored 38 points. The first year of the Frank Martin era, UMass, a disaster, Wes. Yeah, 38 points today, by the way. I I know And and UMass, we kind of talked about that last night. No Noah Fernandez, and they haven't won a lot of games since. They actually started out pretty solid, but once that kid went out, uh, of course – a South Florida kid, as is Frank Martin. So, uh, you know, I always thought Frank Martin was going to end up at the U, but I think the U's got a pretty good coach right <laughs> right now with Jim Laranega, sure. being that they were the co-champions in the ACC. We'll see if Miami can make a run. ACC tournament will get kicked off tomorrow.
Yeah, Frank Martin's going to have to do a much better job at UMass if he's ever going to land the Miami job when it opens. Uh, now, Fernandez' injury was big, a turning point for the, the Minutemen this season, but you have to be able to overcome an injury to one player no matter how good yeah. he is. And you can't just give up on the season. I think Frank Martin gave up on this team. And I'm a little angry at myself for not betting Richmond this morning mm-hmm. because I suspected this might be the case, but I didn't play it. Easy, rocking chair winner with Richmond. Uh, this morning. Did you bet that game? I, I did not. Okay. I, I ended up not betting, actually, any of the A-10 games. That's a league. I mean, I've done okay in it, but I, I kind of feel like I have a difficulty getting a read on it. By the way, all three of the better seeds win today. Uh, Richmond over UMass, 71-38. to LaSalle knocks out Archie Miller in Rhode Island, 73-56. to And then also, I believe the, uh, what was the nightcap? Oh, the middle game was uh, Loyola Chicago and St. Joe. St. Mm-hmm. Joe, 72-67. to Rough year for Loyola. Oh, it's you know it's a rough night for St. Mary's. I, I feel like my opinion on the, the Gales is being validated in this game, Wes, because I played Gonzaga the first time these teams met, plus four. They they played outplayed St. Mary's for thirty eight minutes, blew the lead in the final two, and lost in overtime. That was a brutal beat uh, that I took in the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. But I played Gonzaga again in the regular season finale, the conference. Uh, finale in Spokane. Gonzaga mm-hmm. controlled that game, I think, one by nine, right? Yeah. 77-68, was that the score? Yep. And uh, tonight, the Zags' total domination right now, 48-24. to Are you going to tell me this is a Ken Palm number seven team? Yeah. St. Mary's? Not the case. It I've is. been saying this for weeks. most overrated team in college basketball is St. Mary's. The show them who's boss game because Gonzaga has been the king daddy in the West Coast mm-hmm. Conference for many years, yep. and they're showing them that they still are doubling up St. Mary's. Wow, 48-24. to 24. I did not bet this game. I, I saw some people I respected on St. Mary's, and I, I, I wasn't feeling it. I didn't know really what to do. I was going to try to bet it live. Now there's not really a lot of opportunity to do that because St. Mary's, I think they're a team, too, when they get down. They can hold leads now. They can let you back into it because they slow it up sometimes and try to bleed clock, but they're not a team that comes back a lot. No, but this is worth talking about here, too, because it's 48-24. The live line's 20-and-a-half. There's only one way I would bet this. You would only bet St. Mary's. I would only take St. Mary's in the 20-and-a-half at this point because what's the point? Even though it's a rival and you want to make a statement, you've already made the statement. Mm-hmm. You don't need to win the game by 30. At some point, you're going to pull out Drew Timmy and Strother. Yeah. And you're going to have a big lead, and St. Mary's could get in the back door and lose this game by 16. Well, right? we we had a uh, – uh, well, okay, it was only 14 last year, but we've seen Gonzaga do that yeah. in some of these games. Like uh, before the uh, final last year where they beat St. Mary's, they were up 24 with 8.45 left to go against San Francisco. Now, that was before they had a game to play the next night, so it's a little bit of a different scenario. But this is a team that maybe, yeah, they could pull. So I'm going to actually monitor this live line. And we we touched on this, I think, really briefly last night about these teams where it's like, okay, they're going to save themselves. And, and now Gonzaga necessarily, they're not having to really run it up to try to get a one seed because they have no chance at a one seed. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Now, Now I think probably they're going to go up uh, off this performance. They may go up a line after what they've done to St. Mary's. But, you know, you were saying Ken Palm happens in seven, but, like, all the bracketologists like Lenardi have him a five, and I think that's fair. I think St. Mary's, you know, top 20 to top 25 team in terms of where I think their real fair, fair power rating is. But Gonzaga, I believe right now, what are they? Okay, they're about a three 
I don't know if this gets him up to a two. No, I think Gonzaga's a three. Yeah, they might, you know, give him a better three where you can play like the weaker six because that's how they do that S curve. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with the Zags. But uh, this this reminded you a little bit of of who they are. I know that they're a little bit down, but maybe they're not that far. I know down. you love to show them who's boss angle. I was thinking about that going into the Spokane game, the rematch. Is that Gonzaga has owned this conference for two years. Yes. Just with occasional spurts by St. Mary's might win a conference tournament or something. And after losing the first game in Moraga, I thought Gonzaga is going to make a statement in mm-hmm. that last game. And they and they led by double digits, led comfortably most of the way, and won the game by nine. But they're definitely making a statement tonight. And here's another thing about the NCAA Selection Committee, West. I was reading about their um, – process this week and seeding the teams and evaluating teams and uh it's almost like the conference tournaments don't have as much influence on the seed as we think right right so even though gonzaga wins big time tonight i don't think it's going to move the zags up to a two they're going to stay on that mm-hmm. three line because i've you know aside from the teams that are right on the bubble i'm not sure the conference tournaments mean a lot in terms of the seeding when you're talking about the the top 5 seed lines they don't and i think unless a team you know gets on a run and wins the conference tournament or maybe if alabama gets knocked out in its first game of the sec yeah do they drop to like the first two could be and does purdue if they maybe make the championship game Man, everybody's been talking it up, by the way, back in Indiana. Like, man, we're getting a Purdue and IU championship game. So when everybody talks it up, that's when it doesn't happen. But It sure seems like it's going to happen. Boy, I'd I'd love it to happen. I think that'd be great. It it will be in Chicago and and not in Indianapolis, unfortunately. But plenty of Purdue alums and plenty of IU alums in Chicago. So that United Center will have a good crowd if they have one versus three on Sunday. Man. I don't think uh, Purdue or Indiana. Well, I'd have to go back and look. They they faced in the faced off in the postseason three times. Yeah. Uh, Purdue beat Indiana in the 1980 NCAA tournament mm-hmm. when when they went to the Final Four in Market Square Arena. Yep. Uh, Indiana beat Purdue, I think, in the 1975 NIT championship game. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, and then Purdue here. beat Indiana in the 1998 Big Ten tournament. Those mm-hmm. are the only three postseason meetings ever. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah I, I mean, it would be it would be nice to get kind of a, a postseason meeting between the two, but uh, some postseasons on the line right now. Matt, we turn to Boise, Idaho, the Big Sky semifinals. This is the first of two games tonight. I'm on the good side right now here, though. If Northern Arizona plus six, we may be getting a nine seed in the Big Sky championship. Wow. Remember. NAU is who knocked out Eastern Washington with that clip yep. we played last night. The three, the the one is one and done, as the uh, broadcaster said. Uh, uh, I think I think his name's Tony Cohn. I think that's the guy's name. Seventy-seven, sixty-six. Anyway, with forty seconds left to go, NAU, the Lumberjacks, going to be in the final tomorrow night in Boise. They'll take on the winner of Weber State, Montana State. Montana State five and a half minus six here. They were the two seed. All right, take out your pen. It's not pencil. Put Oral Roberts and Gonzaga in the bracket. Oral Roberts up 33 points on North Dakota State in the championship of the Summit League, and Gonzaga up 24 on St. Mary's I, 12 I, minutes ago. I feel, I feel like this is when the polls close in a state on election night at like <laughs> 7 o'clock, yeah. and then at 7 o'clock and 20 seconds, we can call Vermont for Bernie Sanders or whoever. Oh, not Bernie Sanders. Maybe not Bernie, Joe Biden or whoever. Not Joe Biden either. (laughs) All right, let's go. uh, We'll talk NFL when we come back.
This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, thanks for coming back here on VSIN tonight. We're going to talk some NFL, but first, the UFC. So, Saturday night, a bunch of us went up to uh, Bar Canada at the D to watch the UFC 285 card. Fights were okay. Not many dogs cashing. In fact, only one dog on the entire card. Alexa Grasso. How about that? Yeah, how about that? That was a big dog, by the way. In the women's fight, the only one of the night. In the heavyweight fight, the main event, John Jones and Cyril Gone. I thought maybe uh, Gone might be a live dog in that. John Jones, long layoff, about three years off. Gains 45 pounds. Looks like he's uh, a little fat around the waist and uh, maybe out of shape. But he beats down Cyril Gaon in two minutes, forces him to uh, tap out. Cyril Gaon is gone from you ever betting on him uh, again. Never will again. That that was just a pathetic performance, just a weak performance, man. That's one of the five worst title fights I've ever seen in the UFC, maybe one of the five worst fights I've ever seen in the UFC. So disappointing that Cyril Gaon surrendered so quickly. I don't know how you could walk out of that cage with uh, much self-respect. Well, I mean, you know. Well, you can say John Jones, greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. He didn't even have to break a sweat, Wes. He didn't even, Cyril Gaon did not even land a shot. Nah. Didn't even land a shot. Yeah, well, it's like you're kind of being cautious. It's like you wanted to see him, I think, at least put a little bit more pressure yeah, on him. Not. Like like somebody, somebody, even though they're technical and tactical, like, but somebody like a Francis Ngannou, you would think if that fight ever happens, which I have my doubts, but if that ever happens, like he would put pressure, you know, because nobody, because everybody, all these guys, you know, at 205 were like so kind of tentative with mm-hmm. John Jones, uh, you know. Yeah, I think Gustafsson probably Alexander Gustafsson, yeah. the guy from Sweden, he actually probably should have won that first fight. Uh, that's the only decision where I think John Jones really got a gift in that regard. Like I, I think he convincingly beat Cormier all the times that they fought, but but at least Cormier stood in there and you know would try to box with him and try to do something. Sure. Cyril gone, I think it was like he was waiting for Jones to like make a mistake. That Jones was going to leave himself open or something for a counter, and that no, wasn't going to happen. No idea what his game plan was, but it was a bad game plan. Whatever, a poor execution of a bad game plan. Anyway, we move on because I'm looking for spots to bet against John Jones. I think at a heavyweight, he's out of his league just because he didn't look good, Wes. He looked, uh, I'm going to say, fat. And, you know, five minutes after the fight, when he's doing his interview, he's winded. Mm-hmm. He only fought for two minutes. Mm hmm. Uh, but who's the heavyweight who can take out John Jones? So Stipe Miocic is uh, next in line, it appears. He was at the fight Saturday night. I didn't think Stipe looked great. Is that Stipe? That must be a real old photo of him because he's four. That's not him, is it? I that graphic so. we have up there? Stipe is 40 years old now, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he's the guy who can take out John Jones but just because he's 40. Is he too old? Um you just mentioned Francis Ngannou. I think Ngannou would whip John Jones. Yeah, that's the guy I think that would give him the run. And and when I was guessing that line there over the break, I said Jones like minus 275, steep A plus 225. Yeah, we should mention the Westgate Superbook has it up. That's a graphic we were checking out there. And it's uh, minus 350 for John Jones and uh, what was it, plus 290 mm-hmm. for steep A. I'll probably still bet steep A. And, uh, you know, that price might even go up. 
because you know, a lot of people are going to be impressed by John, what John Jones did mm-hmm. Saturday night and say, well, Stipe's 40. I don't know if he can get it done. Get that price up around $3 or a little higher, I'll probably still bet the dog. I suspect that John Jones got a little fortunate, and then he got a um, – I don't want to call him a bum, but he, he he fought a guy Saturday night who was totally unprepared. Yeah, well, and, and, and look, I'm looking at, like, these UFC heavyweights coming up, and it's like – where is there like a young prospect that can like make himself a star right. by beating John Jones? And somebody's going to come along and kick his butt. Yeah, or maybe he's going to be out. Like it's not going to be the guy. I know everybody loves the shoey guy, uh, Tai Tuivasa. Tai Tuivasa doesn't have the technique. Now maybe he can crack minute. him. Tuivasa got knocked out by Cyril Gunn. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So uh, I mean, you're you're looking at these guys, uh, uh, Curtis Razorblades or Derek Lewis. I just I I don't. Some of these guys I don't think have the condition. I don't think the UFC is going to let Ngannou fight Jones because that would kill their meal ticket. I think Ngannou would beat Jones. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. And obviously there's a, there's a lot going on there. But I'm just yeah. looking, you know, I'm looking at these heavyweight rankings and I'm like, okay, who, who is like a real young guy that, you know, is, is on the come up that, you know, could perhaps get it? Because eventually – it's 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 almost like professional wrestling when you're leaving the territory. You got to lay down and you got to look at the lights and have somebody beat you. Now there's a 30 year old Sergey Pavlovich from Russia, uh, who is I believe 17 and one. He's the one that actually just knocked out Tui Vasa uh, back in December and then knocked out Lewis before. So he's kind of maybe the one guy. If he gets by Stipe, I could see that fight perhaps happening. But some of these other guys like Rosenstruck and Derek Lewis. I don't think have the game to beat John Jones. Yeah, I'm not sure they do either, but we're looking for a spot to bet against them in any way. We'll move forward, and I think it's going to be the next fight is going to be Stipe at some point this summer. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, absolutely right. Uh, by the way, we are final in the Big Sky. Northern Arizona with 22 losses are in the Big Sky final. They upset Montana outright the four seed so they're 40 minutes away from Dayton NAU 83-71 easily covering this five and a half point under wow lumberjacks chop down the Grizzlies been a good uh, tournament for Northern Arizona before you make your next bet be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data if you want to know where the money and the bets are moving in every game the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in the action. Betting splits another way. v is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. All right, Wes, let's transition to the NFL. Big news today. Daniel Jones retained by the Giants for four years and $160 million. That's basically the going rate for quarterbacks. Geno Smith mm-hmm. is getting $35 million from the Seahawks. Daniel Jones, $40 million from the Giants. The Ravens put the exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. So he's going to be free to negotiate a deal. I believe Baltimore gets two first-round picks if another team signs Jackson, right? Yes. That's what the deal with. The, that's the non-exclusive tag. So that's worth $32 million. Uh, Your interpretation of what's happened. Saquon Barkley, by the way, tagged. Uh, by the Giants for $10 million. I think everybody expected that. Josh Jacobs, another running back, tagged by the Raiders. Tony Pollard by the Cowboys. I don't think there are any surprises in those moves. 
How do you feel about the way the Ravens are dealing with Lamar Jackson? And do you think the Giants did the right thing by locking up Daniel Jones for four and 40 per? I don't know if it was the right thing. It was kind of like their hand was a little bit forced. I mean, you know, you're kind of like stuck in the middle right now. And that's, I think, where the Giants are. I don't, I think that they improved this year because of the coach. And look, Brian Dable is who Daniel Jones can thank for sure. uh, making him that money. And, okay. you know, there's a reason why this guy's a head coach and, you know, coach of the year, because, because look at what he did. I mean, you've got a quarterback that I think, I think Daniel Jones, and yeah, he showed some incremental improvements this year. I think, because to be fair, his coaching with, with Joe Judge and Ben McAdoo, like that was a joke. Now you've got a real coach. However, Daniel Jones, I think at best is like a middle quarterback. I don't think he's a bottom guy. I don't think he's a top guy, but that's the going rate for guys in the middle right now. So I was on a show that you do every week too, Jimmy Ott's show on ESPN Baton Rouge today, and they were asking me a lot about uh, Derek Carr. I said, okay, so if you rank the quarterbacks in the NFL right now, where does Derek Carr rank? I think he ranks somewhere around 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. Where do you think Daniel Jones ranks? Probably Right around that same neighborhood. 16, maybe yeah. 17. A little bit lower than Derek Carr, right? Yeah. But that's what middle-of-the-road quarterbacks are getting right now is $40 million per year. And the next odd or the next move and the next uh, player to impact the odds board is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to stay with the Packers? Is he gonna go, will he go to the Jets? What's interesting right now, Wes, is you look at it, if Rodgers leaves the Packers – goes to the Jets, the AFC is stacked with quarterback talent, mm-hmm. and the NFC is kind of a barren wasteland. Yeah. There's not a lot there in the NFC when you're talking about yeah, elite that's why, quarterback. Yeah, that's why I think Derek Carr, you know, back to what Timmy B was saying, certainly they're by default the favorite right now in the NFC South, which is the weakest division. I mean, uh-huh. they're they're like the AFC South, basically. And, you know, until Atlanta makes a move that – and I think it was Diana Russini – of ESPN earlier that reported no deal with no Lamar Jackson, not going to Atlanta, you know, and, and she put that out there today. So that limits an option here. And then you've got Tampa. that's obviously looking for a quarterback. You have Carolina. What are they going to do in terms of, you know, Frank Reich, the new head coach down there, are they going to draft somebody? They could possibly do that. They could be a trade up team. Yeah. The uh, Derek Carr signing by the saints has I think been met with mostly uh, optimism. In Louisiana, and uh, right now the Saints got to be the favorites, the betting favorites to win the NFC South. But we got to see what the Buccaneers, Falcons, and Panthers do here in the offseason. All right, quick break. We come back more college hoops and Bruce Marshall in the final hour. Stay tuned for that. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indul- your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetRivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our bet, our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers eligible bonus and credit use full terms and conditions available at betriversquares.com and Matt humans that's the only time squares are going to be mentioned on this show no squares allowed on Vsin tonight that's right only razor sharps great guests so far Timmy B Tim Brando of Fox Sports and Ryan Hyatt of Lubbock Texas and we have Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet coming up in the final that hour that should be like a t-shirt for our show like no squares, no squares allowed no squares allowed uh, Wes, you and I are both Butler Bulldog basketball fans because we grew up in Indiana. Yes. Love Henkel Fieldhouse. Butler got to two national championship games, came up short both times, but great accomplishment by the Brad Stevens coached Bulldogs mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, My the grandfather is actually a member of the Hall of Fame, the Butler Athletics Hall of Fame. Nice. 
was a, a coach and uh, also uh, played for Tony Hankel. So played for Tony Hankel. Yes, that's right. Legendary coach. My dad went to Butler, so we we got yes. some history here with uh, the Butler Bulldogs. To move to the Big East, not working out. But so they well. might be about to be history tomorrow from the Big East. What do you East think tournament? about the move to the Big East and what's happening here with the Butler basketball program? Because I thought the Bulldogs are going to be pretty good this year. Thad Matta is coach on paper in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Things look pretty optimistic. It hasn't worked out that well. And Butler, a six-point underdog to St. John's in the first round at the Garden. By the way, a couple weeks ago, and I'll get to the game momentarily, a couple weeks ago, I got lambasted on Twitter for saying, you know what? Butler belongs in the A-10. That's the league that they should be in, that they can't compete in the Big East. And they're like, GTFO. And I was like, yeah, what do you know? You just learned to wipe your own backside. Who was I know who, who somebody on Twitter. Right. I, I don't know. Some random slap. Some anonymous. Have, some random slap. I have wow, no idea. Okay. But it's like, hey, buddy, I was going to Butler basketball games in the 1980s when there were like 500 people there in Hinkle mm-hmm. Fieldhouse. So, okay. But anyway, to this game, Ali Ali. Doesn't look like he is going to play. But Butler's had a lot of injuries this year. That's one thing, too. Uh, that is true. They, they they haven't been there. I mean, Chuck Harris has missed games. Uh, Ali Ali, who is really their best post defender, has missed a couple games this year. I'll tell you year. what, Laval, Laval Jordan's last season had a lot of injuries, too. Yeah. Butler's had a problem with injuries here the last uh, two or yeah, three Yeah, Miles, Miles Tate's missed games. Manny Bates, the NC State transfer, has missed a few games. But Butler's getting St. John's here uh, tomorrow. And in that, in that, uh, I think it, is that the seven ten? Yeah, it's a seven ten game. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people want Mike Anderson out, mm-hmm. and he might be. I mentioned that observation last night when I was watching them against Xavier, and Sean Miller is like giving them all kind of instructions and all this stuff. Mike Anderson's like, get a rebound. It's like, dude, if you checked out, I guess you know you're getting your pink slip. I hope you have a good buyout. But anyway, it's good coaching. But anywho, uh, this was a split series, by the way. Butler lost by 16 uh, up there at the uh, Karnaseka Arena in Queens, New York. And mm-hmm. then Butler did beat wow. St. John's at the buzzer. Dramatic ending. Yeah, I, I, I got that uh, put back wow. for St. John's. That basket was no good. Clock operator might have, started, might have started the clock at a couple ticks yeah, too soon. I don't, know. I don't know if they had uh, my grandpa, Cleon Reynolds, uh, running the clock there for the Butler Bulldogs. But... Nevertheless, Butler, by the way, was down, I think, five with 329 left to go. St. John's never scored another basket. It was 68 to 66. So, you know, maybe some payback for St. John's. And and I understand where Timmy B was going when he was talking about, hey, this could be a dangerous team because they are a high-variance team. This is a St. John's team, by the way, that did really crush UConn up there in stores, beat them by double digits. It was beating Providence, I think. Not a lot of great non-conference wins. They did blow out Nebraska, and, and and they beat Syracuse in overtime for what little that's worth. But this St. John's team, look, number one in adjusted tempo. They're fourth in terms of average possession length, only about 15 seconds. So they get it and go. The 40 minutes of hell, they don't necessarily take a lot of threes because they're not all that great at shooting them at mm-hmm. 33%. So this is get steals, gamble, try to force turnovers, and run to the rim, and that's basically what they do. Uh, St. John's, at least it looks like they're going to be healthy here from from uh, the jump start of, of the uh, end of the uh, Big East tournament, rather. So it's gone up a little bit. I'm seeing some six and a half now in the market. There are still some five and a halves out there. I don't know if I'm going to lay it, but uh, I don't I don't feel good about Butler tomorrow. Yeah, you can. I would say you could grab six and a half if you like the Bulldogs. I'm going to pass on that game. Timmy B. Tim Brando said he likes St. John's. And uh, that one, first game at 
First game in the Big East tournament at the Garden tomorrow. That's a uh, that's a noon tip off Pacific time. So uh, three games at the Garden. Update by the way. I, I hope you followed what I said about Gonzaga going into the West Coast Conference tournament. Zags minus one twenty to win the thing. There, that's a rocking chair winner tonight. Mm-hmm. I hope you didn't follow what I said about taking the twenty and a half. Live yeah, because, yeah. I didn't end up getting wow. in. Wow. Holy smokes. Uh, 72 to 39 with three minutes to go. And by the way, the, the Zags are defending with intensity here mm-hmm. inside four minutes to go. I think they really want to embarrass the Gales. No. And they're making a statement. Yeah, yeah, Wes, they, who's the king of uh, the WCC? Gonzaga the, the king. of the hill. Gonzaga, absolutely. So, you know, not that St. Mary's is exactly a Johnny-come-lately I mean, they've they've won the league before. They've had a lot. They've had a lot of success in that program. But this was Gonzaga, kind of trying to show them who's boss here uh, down the stretch, and they certainly do it. Speaking of doing that as well, Oral Roberts, the new kid in town here in the Summit League. Last time they were in the NCAA tournament, we remember they knocked off Ohio State a couple years ago. They're not going to be a 15 seed this time around. They might be on that 12 line in that 5-12 matchup. 83 to 54 over North Dakota State with 351 left to go. All right, two more games in the Big East, and we broke down all these games, uh, most of them with Timmy Brando at the top of uh, the show tonight. But let's, uh, we didn't talk about these two in depth. And Tim Brando said he likes Villanova to make a run and win this tournament. Villanova's won the Big East tournament five of the last seven years, Wes, but it's going to be a much more difficult path to maneuver for the Wildcats if they do it again. Villanova, a 12-point favorite over Georgetown. And in the uh, sandwich game at the Garden, Seton Hall, a six-point favorite against DePaul. Anything you like in those two games mm. in the Big East? I mean, maybe if, I, if I'm looking Georgetown, I would only be looking first half. Yeah, and, and that's been bad. I think it was 10. Now we're seeing some 12 out there in the market. So, look, people are buying into Villanova, I think, as the sleeper in the Big East, and and I understand why. Now, I couldn't get there on the price necessarily with with that team, but as of now, no play for me. Yeah, that's too high a number. Obviously, you expect Villanova to put away Georgetown, but I first, West, the first thing I do when I handicap these tournament games on neutral floors, I try to make a case for the underdog. Mm-hmm. I want to play mostly underdogs in these games. Georgetown... No, thanks. I have to pass on that. You're better off if you don't play the worst dogs on the board, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why you have live betting. I mean, if you want to get into a situation, and that's why sometimes you try to make it a 20-minute handicap instead of a 40-minute handicap, because I've seen Georgetown hang in games in well, the first half. Well, that's a good point, too. Here, If you do have an interest in Georgetown – Either play the first half or split your unit first half yeah. in game because Georgetown a lot of times will hang in the game in the first mm-hmm. half, get blown out in the second. That's half. something that I end up doing sometimes when I take first half on a dog and also game mainly on an underdog more often than not, where I'll play a little bit first half in game. And if I win that first half, it gives me the opportunity. I call it a hedge middle kind of because it gives me an opportunity to perhaps middle and buy out the other side. And sometimes it can work out a middle. And sometimes it works out for a hedge, but if I win that first half, I'm guaranteed I'm going to go two and one on the game. If you tell me you're going to go two and one on every game the rest of your life, I'm going to be very happy. So, you know, that's a way I sometimes play it this time of year, especially with underdogs. I think that's a good way to play it. A quick look. Uh, tomorrow's games in the 
Atlantic 10. Anything that jumps out to you. Davidson minus 4 against St. Bonaventure. That's early in the morning, 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. This was the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. George Mason. I played it 25-1 to to win the A-10 tournament. Mason Patriots are two or two-and-a-half-point favorites over Richmond. Mm-hmm. GW, a one-point favorite against St. Joe's. And it looks like Duquesne is going to open a nine-point favorite over LaSalle. Anything in the Atlantic 10? Yeah, nothing yet. I mean, what I would be looking at, though, of course, the three teams that did win today, Richmond, St. Joe, and LaSalle, you could maybe look at them in the first half. Now, I often say don't play this blindly, do the individual candy cap, but those teams did play a game today. Uh-huh. So they got used to the rims and the environment at the Barclays Center, and they've also had to face elimination because if they didn't win the game, they were going to be eliminated and they're losing and be eliminated. So, you know, these teams that have the buys for the second round, like the Davidsons, the the George, or not Davidson, but George Mason, George Washington, Duquesne, this is their first game. So if they're going to have jitters, they're going to show early. Yeah, I'm not going to bet George Mason in this game because they have a small tournament bet of 25 to 1. Even though the Patriots have won six in a row going into this, West Richmond looked pretty good today in that blowout of uh, UMass. Bruce Marshall with the gold sheet on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E- Esa.com slash iHeart.